1: Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby.
2: This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ohno, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo,
3: Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new going in or on notifications. Yeah. Also available wherever podcasts can be found. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Do you want to hear the show ad free? You can do that on the Patreon right there. You can import your RSS feed. Uh, The Patreon actually gives you an RSS feed. $1 a month. Gets you the show ad-free. You can bring that ad-free RSS feed into your favorite podcast app that isn't called Spotify, because Spotify doesn't offer that. What if I want all the ads? Do you, that's, you don't have to pay anything. You, there's, you don't have, there's no Patreon level for that. Cool, it's free. It's, just, it's, it's completely free. You awesome. just have to listen to ads. That's normal. That's just normal. And it's still supporting going in wrong. It is. All we care about is that you enjoy the show.
2: Really. In any way you enjoy it, odds are... You'll be
3: supporting the show in some capacity. Do you enjoy ads? Apparently, we've had some from uh, we've had some ads on our show from uh, some yeah. interests.
2: Uh, well, it's not ideal, but uh,
3: I mean, one day we'll have to write a thank you card to the Koch Brothers. Apparently, I don't, think gonna <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen.
2: Uh, you know,
3: sadly, my friend, a part of that monthly paycheck we get uh, is some some of that money from the Koch Brothers. <laughs>
2: I hope you appreciate that fact. I don't appreciate it.
3: <laughs> Anyways, uh, just don't think about it. That's what I do. Uh, we're also available. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, man. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i give some shout-outs to the patrons. Okay, so here's the deal. Also, we have five bonus episodes of Going In Raw. Usually, they're around a half hour each mm-hmm. uh, every single week. Uh, and at the $5 a month Patreon mark. And at the YouTube channel member uh, Mark, uh, if you click join, it's $5 a month. You get all that bonus content. Yeah, yeah. As well. It's a really good deal. Uh, let's see here. We have a couple new. Let's see here. Daniel Rios, we got a new patron. Thank you. I don't know if I mentioned, uh, I probably didn't. Miller McGinn, another new patron. And then AJ. Oh, they were during the show. So I want to say thanks to the patrons and then a couple new channel members Stephen Cole. Thank you. And Kenneth. Bilargion, thank you. Bilar, but bi, thank
2: I you. Think, thank you, thank you, thank you.
3: Ken, I hope I didn't mess up your name yeah, too bad. Apologies if Thank case, you very much for your you. support.
2: Thank you, thank you.
3: Anyways, uh, before we get started on today's show, quick announcement. Also, mm. we're gonna be pushing this till the day of, man. Oh yeah, that's right. Frendo Fest, Frendo Fest 2019, mm. free Las Vegas tuscany casino tuscany sweets and casino yeah friendo fest it's the first time before a live audience we will be doing our podcast a live our studio show. audience it's not in a studio well, a-
2: you think of a phrase it encapsulates encapsulated it more than a live audience because technically we're doing the show in front of a live, live audience right now okay well the live in person word, audience
3: that sounds too much that's like too much to say Live in person
2: audience, well, a live studio audience, make it feel like really official though. I wish it was in a studio film be before cool. a live studio audience. All
3: right, we'll just say yeah, that from sounds now on. Good. That's fine. I think that sounds great. I came up with the name Fronto Fest. You came up with the live studio audience. Oh, That's okay. good. Yeah, let me handle the marketing for you. It. Cool. We will be, we'll be in great shape. <laughs> Collaborative effort. Uh, in front of going in Ross, filmed by for a live studio before audience. For a live studio audience. Anyways, uh, and then a uh, big shout out. This is huge. The Tottenham Hotspurs. My team, we did it. Oh my god, we did it. We did it. We're moving on to the finals of what Champions League? Yeah, suck it. You thought I wasn't gonna know. I'm not in that crappy Europa League, <laughs> nope. Champions League, baby. Number one, we're taking on Liverpool's Number One, All right? Uh, uh, football club, their <laughs> FC,
2: yes. LFC, no way. Do you know who's a part owner of Liverpool, uh, Liverpool FC? Uh, is it LeBron? Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: yeah, I knew that. I knew he was a part owner of some FC out there. We should try to become part owners of our own FC, Sacramento Republic FC. Something that's going to happen. Can't be that much. Can't
2: be that expensive. Oh, they're they're going to try and get into MLS, so I'm sure their valuation is have been trying up. that for so long? Yeah, it seems like it might actually happen this Very time. Very long time. It's a, it's a pretty involved process.
3: Yeah. Anyways. Wayne Maker. You hear it, wayne Maker on Twitter yesterday. Uh I feel bad because I have a voice here and he's just in chat. But uh he said that he's gonna be behind Liverpool in the Champions League final. All right. And but it's he's fantastic. like an Arsenal fan. What is that? Who just switches teams? Right before the final, I'm
2: guessing he just wants to—he wants Liverpool to win, so just to not deny you happiness. And I'm all, <laughs> and I, I fully endorse that course of action.
3: Anyways, enough of this soccer talk. Yeah, this isn't soccer podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, let's move on to talking about uh, wrestling. Wrestling is what we're here for. That's right. We're going to review three shows today, regardless of what you think. Uh, with my the new thumbnail, uh, I just figured, you know what, man. Uh, we review all these shows, but trying to stick all the logos on the thumbnails now it's yeah, just straight it's
2: up NXT. Yeah, it's tough. It's NXT. NXT is for the most part the premier draw.
3: I think of so. The yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah,
2: that could be proven wrong.
3: Uh, so, anyways, NXT uh, two hundred five, and of course NXT UK, featuring a main event with Liverpool's number
2: one. Uh, oh, C says uh, the Hotspurs are Arsenal's top rival. Remember I, back in the day and we just randomly chose teams, I mm-hmm. chose Arsenal.
3: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I
2: guess Arsenal, yay.
3: Well, you want to know why I'm a Hotspur fan is because Wayne Maker told me that's like the closest team to where I used to live when I lived in England. Yeah, as you just a found that
2: like month, a couple months ago.
3: Yeah, which is totally fine. I didn't know. I didn't know. I don't know what I'm a home. I'm always a hometown person. Didn't know what my hometown was. He told me what it was. That's my team. They happen to be the best team, maybe even in history. Maybe, I don't know. Bigly things from that man. You'll forget Bigly about it things. in like three months. You think I'll forget about it? Yeah. I do have a bad memory. What did you think of NXT last night?
2: That was fun. There was a lot of really good matches uh, over the three shows. The main event on NXT was really good. It was cool seeing Raul Mendoza get a win. That was surprising. It was very surprising. That was shocking. The main event tag match for NXT UK was really good. Yeah, that was really good. And then the main event for uh, 205 Live was really good.
3: Oh, the main event for 205 Live might have oh boy, I don't know that that Matt that Riddle, that Riddle Cole, match, Cole match.
2: Adam Cole's man, he's operating a whole different level now. He really is. Maybe needs to
3: find a different finisher.
2: Yeah, doesn't really do a the, whole lot what's these really days. really be gleaned from his last two matches or so. Yeah. He needs
3: to switch around his like his signature used to be his finisher before NXT.
2: Boy, this is confusing. Nikhil right. says, Larson, Arsenal can win Europa League to get to the Champions League. They need to win tonight to get to the final. It's too many leagues.
3: I thought, wait a second. I thought the Champions League was set. That's not going to be Hotspurs versus Liverpool? Or is that to get to the Champions What? We'll figure it out in, in overrun. We'll figure all that out. I don't
2: know what's going on.
3: I hear things. I look at things. And I think I figured wait, out uh,
2: In England Just the soccer Don't even there, listen There's Premier League And that's top just, What's below Premier League? I don't, I don't know, man I don't know Don't know In it's Champions League All the winners of the various leagues Around Europe And they compete for Top champion of Europe That's what I thought it was I don't know, man
3: Anyways, can we just Can we move on? Let's talk about this Roderick Strong situation See, you guys in chat You got it. Once he gets on a thing He can't He's not a multitasker, people
2: No, I am Continue
3: You're not I Don't am. Come on, man I don't want to get into it right now Let's carry on. Roderick Strong, is he out or yay or nay on Undisputed Era? Oh, Champions League is all European teams.
2: Um, no. This has got to be a swerve, right? This is a huge swerve. It's got to be a it, swerve. And it
3: almost guarantees Adam Cole is winning that title yeah, I hope so. at Takeover, at generic TakeOver 25 from, was it Bridgeport? Connecticut, so, yes. Connecticut? So Tri- I didn't watch the little interview with Triple H. when oh, he was, I didn't when they were like, hey, I don't even know where Bridgeport, Connecticut is. I mean, it's Connecticut. What is it, like 50 square miles? Yeah, it's
2: not a large state.
3: No, it's not.
2: Let's look on the map here.
3: How far away is it from what's the other place in Connecticut that's Whoa, notable?
2: How far is it from Stam- Stanford? Stanford, where we've been.
3: Probably down the road. Yeah, it
2: looks like it's just down the freeway a little bit.
3: Yeah. This is pure convenience because Saudi Arabia... Oh, there's a McDonald's near it. That's cool. That's handy. Because, because Saudi Arabia probably switched the dates on them. Yeah. And it was like, you know, we want it here, not there. And then they're like, oh, no, we were going to have... Takeover in San Jose for Steven
2: Larson's convenience. Now we got to do it all the way near Stanford. So Stanford's here and Bridgeport here. It's gonna be at some high school gym. So it's like it looks like about an hour away, maybe.
3: What's the capacity on the? What is it? The Weber Arena? Oh, I don't know. What is, is it that called? what it's
2: called, the Weber Arena? I don't know.
3: But yeah, no, I I think that Adam Cole Adam Cole's got to pick this up. Like oh, swerves this big only happen with a title change. Ten thousand. Okay. Well, that's cool. Good for them.
2: There's a picture Are of those here. bleachers. No, there's tarped over because they're doing a monster truck rally in this picture here. Okay. Can there's th- the circus. Oh, boo on that. Those poor elephants. There's a basketball game. Another monster truck rally. Ooh, what is this? Frozen on ice? Mm, no. No, there's concert.
3: That's, is that at the place, really? Yeah. That looks a lot bigger than it was before.
2: Actually, it looks smaller than a 10,000 seat. Oh, there you go. Here's a good shot of it. I'm Are kind they, of surprised it's 10,000 seats. How right about here. this? I haven't looked at any spoilers. It's a pretty relatively uh, intimate venue, it looks like. Anyways, what?
3: I haven't looked at any spoilers. Um, but I, I do kind of feel like this is going to lead to Adam Cole getting the title because of, like,
2: Roderick Strong come out at the end of the match. Act like he's out there to screw Cole out of the title instead. Helps him.
3: Now, the reciprocation of that should be Adam Cole helping him win. I know, oh, uh, Dijakovic,
2: he's, he's got, out. Yeah, he's, he had a torn meniscus.
3: Torn meniscus, he's got surgery. I don't know how long it's gonna, he's going to be out.
2: Depends on, well, if they just clipped it off, then it's like four to six weeks. Around, okay, so. well, he's going to be
3: feasting his eyes on some TV yeah. from his couch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, So that's a bummer. Uh, but the undisputed, and on top of that, the tag division is crap um don't i'm not going to spoil what happens with that but i mean conceivably conceivably at this point and i don't think it's going to happen they could be draped in gold by the end of the bridgeport show entirely possible it's conceivable yeah and to be honest it, i don't think they're getting called up anytime soon you kind of need here's here's where they can they, this is what i was thinking last night um I think they need to play a little bit of hot potato with the NXT title. I think having Adam Cole get it for a couple months, maybe a couple takeovers, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe Gargano tries to get it. You know, he gets it back or something Mm -hmm. uh, and back and forth. They're the two biggest acts right now. Gargano and the Undisputed Era are the two biggest acts. Uh, I think Matt Riddle
2: quickly on the rise.
3: Oh, big time. They treated him like a star. He is a star. He is a star, but they also treated him like a star, which makes him a bigger star. Yeah. Uh, last night in that match. He kicked out of last shot, man. Well, everybody seemingly does that now. But that's sort of par for the course. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. And then I thought that, yeah, that match was probably tops. But man, coming close on its heels, maybe even on on the same level, Akira Tozawa versus Mike Kanellis on 205. And
2: the the tag team main event for NXT UK was really good, too. If anybody out there is watching this or
3: listening to this and you haven't watched 205 live, I understand. Uh, But... That being said, that main event, it was a no DQ. Oh boy, that Kanrana from the top through the tables. Ow. To the bottom of the tables. Yeah, no, ow. Holy moly, that was good stuff. They've
2: essentially made Mike Kanellis most interesting jobber in all of wrestling.
3: Yeah. He I think he's win a great. I think he's so good to it's funny. His wife. Because we had we had a conversation yesterday about I think it was on Matt Chat, so it'll be on Sunday. Yeah about the nature of promos in the business and Maria comes off as a bit. She's, she's really good with what she does, but she also comes off as a bit. She doesn't come off as natural. She comes off like she's acting. Yeah. But it's, it's in kind of a, it's, it's effective. Well, here's the thing. But when Canelis, what Canelis, Canelis promo comes off as completely natural. And and it's it's really convincing.
2: So here's the thing, like in, in impact, what little I watch when, The Mike and Maria were there. I maybe because it was I don't know if they script promos in Impact or not, but it seemed more genuine. Just the one they had for 205 this week for Mike and Maria, especially Maria's bit just felt really scripted. It felt very scripted.
3: His bit kind of didn't though, and I don't know if it's because they gave him a little bit less to do and yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a less is more type approach. Yeah, yeah. I think it definitely was. that. But I've really loved his work. Yeah. I think, man, I, I've for a while now I've thought that they were really, really good. And I think that they should have a bigger spotlight. I don't know if they will. I hope they will. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, they, they just seem like a SmackDown couple, man. I, they really do.
2: Yeah. They, they're, they're a money couple. They really are. Uh, let's kick things off here with NXT. show uh, started with Mia Yim taking on Bianca Belair. This was a fun match. This was a really fun match. They have really I, good chemistry in the room. They have
3: amazing chemistry, and all the, the shit talk between the two of it was them really good. was really good. I Even at one point, I think Morrow stopped and said, we, we should just let them do the talking themselves, and because they were just yapping
2: away at each mm-hmm. other. It was good. I really yeah, liked yeah, yeah. it. yeah, yeah. I'm guessing this isn't the last we've seen of this feud because Bianca Belair won in a fairly creative manner, reversed a roll up from Mia Yim into a roll row and then used her her braid, mm-hmm. kind of wrapped it around the middle rope for yeah. additional leverage.
3: I like and that. Got the win. There was like two. There was two. The first one, the ref started yelling at her about using her hair, and then the second one she didn't catch. So she got the win. I like that because it kind of protects Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. I really like Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to be like glorified jobber. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want her to get
2: like title shots and stuff like that. Indeed. Um, After that, we had... Security a, cam footage. Yeah, of uh, war raiders, Viking raiders, war machine, Viking experience, uh, leaving the performance center, and then uh, uh, uh Eric Jackson, Rowe and Ivar Hansen. Jackson Riker pulls up in his, his F-150. <laughs> It was. That was a loaded F one fifty two. That was the. I don't think it was the extended cab though. It was. That's oh, because it was? that's
3: where uh, that's where what's her faces hopped into.
2: Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. It was the extended <laughs> cab. Because I was
3: like, oh, are they? Gonna... This literally crossed my mind. If this was the nineteen
2: early nineteen eighties, they would hop in the bed. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah. But this you is twenty nineteen. That man, you can't,
2: you can't ride in the in the bed anymore.
3: They they got into the in the extended the extended cab. cab
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, Forgotten Sons attack War Raiders. Uh yeah, that's pretty much it. It was yeah, it was not a vicious beatdown, but it was a beatdown nonetheless. Yeah, it was more of a gentle beatdown. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got a video of uh, Justin Duke, Marina Shafir uh, sparring at the Portland Center. Shayna Baser was overseeing it all. Yeah. And then uh, if in the in the far background, <laughs> she
3: said, "Hold on." She said, "Okay, let's do two minutes." <laughs> yeah, but just- I know. it just
2: it didn't look very good. They're jostling for position kind of. It, it, but it it was so awkward. It just didn't look But convincing. the best part is like way in the background you see Io Shirai sprint <laughs> towards that ring. Yeah. Slide in and just nail Shane in the back. Yeah. It was great. And then the and then every and then it's like a big scrum happens yeah. and a bunch of people and come in. And
3: Casey Ken gets in there amongst other people to bring Yeah, it up. I couldn't figure out I was like, Who is that right there? I just saw uh, what's his face? Uh, Robbie Brookside get in. Yeah. I yeah, think A C H got in there.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then Casey Cantanzaro was in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll him apart. Uh, next, we had Raul Mendoza taking on the Riddick Regiment. The Riddick.
3: So what did you think about the Riddick Regiment? Was it, as he tweeted out, an impressive debut? For I, mean, the I mean,
2: he lost. <laughs> Not that impressive.
3: Oh, man. Like, I kind of chuckled. Moss, impressive in return. This is from his own Twitter account. Yeah riddy mode displays tremendous strength power physique and record-setting return from achilles rupture i assume the cover of every news outlet around the globe will read something like this hashtag like Ritty the Regiment. constituent
2: parts i think are kind of funny like, like i said i chuckle a little bit it's so bad it's really bad it is, is really not bad. gonna work on main road. like this has a ceiling no up, no no, up, no like nothing this is the same level as kona Ree's gimmick oh yeah um
3: uh, my favorite bit was actually on commentary. Because he gets out this thing, it was like a massage. Yeah, some, of some sort of massage. Massageer, yeah, yeah. And Morrow says, "Oh, he's got some sort of
2: hair dryer, hair dryer in hair there." Dryer, yeah.
3: And he said, and then he turned to uh, to P- Percy, Percy and says, "Percy, you're 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 known to be in the gym quite a bit. What what was that? I don't know nothing about a hair dryer."
1: He shaves <laughs> his head.
3: <laughs> so he wasn't trying to explain what it was, even he know, didn't was know what funny. it was. That was pretty funny. I don't know nothing about a hair dryer.
2: That was pretty funny.
3: <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah, this was hilarious. This was very, it was very silly. And the awesome thing is, Riddick Moss lost.
2: I know that's the best part of it. His
3: big return at uh, this overdone gimmick, where he's got a bunch of, he's got like a water bottle, he's got
2: three props. Yeah, he had the uh, the
3: the resistance bands to get warmed up. He looked great. No, it looked jacked. fantastic. He's like yapping the whole time,
2: and some of that was good.
3: Yeah, no, it was, it was like you said, it was kind of Conor Reeves ish.
2: Yeah, except i like when he was giving it to the ref saying uh you need to be faster that's like me like me yeah that's the regimen yeah but the like there's potential there for it to be interesting sure i think if they don't take it quite a, like if he did come out with all the props and stuff um he's like Top out there yeah i know, you know what he needs to do is walk to the to the ring check his pulse speed walk yeah all that Speedwalk. kind of stuff yeah no i agree I like the water bottle. He doesn't have to show off the logo on it to make sure he's well hydrated beforehand. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a little too on the nose. Make it a little more subtle. Well, here's the thing, though. I think
3: that with it, well, I don't know where it's going to go. I have no idea what they're going to tweak. I, I have no idea if it's going to be over. I don't know. But if you're going to do it, just be as stupid as possible. And that's what they did. So I kind of I think that if they had gone kinda a little... S- like, I kind of feel like it could have been stupider. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe this is dialed down. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I thought the props, I thought it's like, if you're going to do this, needs. might as well be stupid with
2: it. Huh? He needs a DVD.
3: Yeah, that'd be good too. Everybody has like, yeah, like DDP yoga and all that stuff. Yeah, he needs that. He needs like a workout. Yeah, he needs
2: nap. Start a YouTube channel. Exactly. Something yeah. like that. Or just with actual workout like, videos yeah, on with it. Workout videos, yeah. But make them like over the top and stupid. Mm-hmm. And then it would work.
3: That's what he needs to do, like a like a Scott Steiner workout. Video. Yeah, boy, nothing beats that.
2: Yeah. actually oh yeah. Uh, anyway, Raul Mendoza actually dominated most of the match and picked up the win. Yes, he did. I thought it would be one of the situations where Raúl uh, dominated the match, only to have a uh, Riddick Moss use the Riddick regimen to get a cheap victory. But no, he took that L. Yeah,
3: he took the loss. Raul Mendoza. I think the crowd seemed happy. I was happy. Yeah, man. I don't like Raul Mendoza's jobber anymore. Give that task to Kona Reeves. Uh huh. I want to see Raul Mendoza do good and get to 205 five. Yeah, life, he's so smooth. Where he can reunite with Dale
2: Gas, Dale Gas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Humberto Carillo. So uh, Mendoza ended up winning after a springboard corkscrew splash. It was beautiful. Yep. He seemed just
3: about surprised as anybody that he won that match. Jimmy Thomas in Discord, which you can get access to for $1 on the Patreon, asks... Are you on the Riddick regimen or on Bull Fit? never proved any results. Mm-hmm. I think he was still and still is uh, obese, so I would say if I had to do anything, it'd be the Riddick regimen. Yeah,
2: although he did take the L against. Mendoza. Yeah, let's see. Let's see if if the Riddick regimen is one thing to get yourself jacked and in shape, but that's got to bear fruit at some point. Yeah, and if he's jacked and in the ring but still taking L's hmm Apparently, the regimen is not working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, main event, fantastic match between Matt Riddle and Adam Cole. This is really like a takeover-level match. Takeover-level uh, matchup, for sure.
3: This, Yeah, it totally was. It absolutely was. And it had it
2: had what they call a big fight feel. Mm-hmm. It did. There's a couple like crazy spots where that bit where uh, Riddle was going for the bro to sleep and then pops Cole up and Cole somehow reverse it to hit that backstabber. Uh-huh. Man, that was crazy. Yeah. That was really crazy. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, which part? So, Riddle has him up, Fireman's carry, going for the bro to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of pops him up, and then midair, Cole. Oh, yeah, 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 kind yeah. Kind of like rotates. Yeah. Backstabber. That was nuts. Yeah.
3: No, that was cool. Uh, Sorry, I was reading that. I was reading Chad. All right. There.
2: Adam Cole heats two perfect plexes. Riddle goes for a third. He reverses it into the original OG last shot. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then hits last shot 2.0. Course Riddle kicks out. Riddle uses one of his patented combos, bro to sleep, power bomb, knee, and Cole rolls out of the ring. And this is when Roderick Strong comes down to ringside. And he's, you know, like, tending to Adam Cole while he's ringside. Mm-hmm. Riddle gets on the apron, hits him with a penalty kick. Mm-hmm. Um, while this is all happening, Adam Cole gets back in the ring. Uh, Matt Riddle flips over the ropes, eats the super kick from Adam Cole. The ref, meanwhile, is,
3: is trying to tell Roderick, get the heck out of here. Roderick then grabs the ref, puts him in there. Yeah.
2: You know, in, with perfect timing, by the way. Yeah. Um, and makes the cover. Riddle kicks out at two and then transitions right into a bro mission. Adam Cole taps.
3: So Roderick Strong actually, I mean, there, he didn't do anything wrong. Not necessarily, There is no. nothing, There was nothing there that was actually a detriment to Adam Cole. He didn't see it that way. Starts yelling at Roderick Strong mm-hmm. because he said... He, when he was up the ramp, he was saying, I won that five-way by myself. I don't need him. And he has a good point. Why are you rolling with a posse in the first place? then? Mm-hmm. Because you did. You won that five-way on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe communicate better, Adam Cole. Yeah. I feel like Adam Cole's in
2: the wrong. Hey, head. Adam Cole, make it clear to your friends, you got this. Yeah. That you're going to win or lose by yourself. Yeah.
3: That being said, if he goes back and watches the tape. However, things were heated. They go up the ramp. They're still arguing. Uh, And then in a dot-com exclusive, which we'll probably see on NXT TV next week. Next week, week, yes. uh, A a profanity beeped out. I like like they let them cuss. Tirade. Me too. And they didn't, like, beep over everything. You could tell they were legitimately cursing at each other. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, They were in the the back area outside. And uh, essentially, Roderick Strong took off his armband. Not essentially. He took off his armband. Yeah, he did. And he said here, and Adam Cole's like, maybe you don't deserve this. He's mad. Bobby Fish and 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 Kyle Riley. They're trying to make peace. Trying to make peace. He's like, come on, you need it, Bobby Fish. You got to think about this first, you know. So Roderick Strong storms off. Uh, I do. I think that they'll probably again. I don't even remember. I know I read the spoilers. I forget what happened. Uh, I imagine they'll probably go down the route of this is this is going to keep on getting worse, and then at Bridgeport, Adam Cole, the big swerve will happen. He has the title. They're
2: all happy. Mm-hmm. Good things. Good things I going so. on. I you hope know. so. Uh, let's talk about NXT UK. Another uh, this one episode was pretty fun. Um, yes, it especially was. that Pete Dunn training montage. Man, yeah. Um, show opens with Sid Scala announcing uh, a Fatal Four Way Number of Contender Match is going to happen in four weeks time.
3: So he was announcing this, but they assured us that Johnny Saint was the person who uh, who chose the eight men who would be. Fighting in qualifying matches mm-hmm. to get into this fatal four-way. And those qualifying matches started this week. So Johnny Saint, very hard at work. very He's knee-deep in he's this. He's actual general manager. Sid Scala is just kind of essentially <laughs> the spokesperson. Exactly. That's why Johnny Saint himself didn't say anything. Exactly. Not because he can't remember his lines or the names of any of the competitors. Yes.
1: in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home you can do this when you angie that download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a-n-g-i dot com um
2: first match was mustache mountain taking on the hunt
3: so I'm assuming that they've decided that Mustache Mountain are just a tag
2: team again. Yeah, there was that bit where Trent Seven was like, I'm gonna focus on being a singles wrestler that lasted about a week and a half.
3: I wonder if they realize, oh, we we all the tag teams we sort of dissolved and uh, we kinda need somebody to take those titles back off of uh, Gibson mm-hmm. and Drake.
2: And how about the hunt? Like they were getting some T V vignettes and two weeks after they debuted for real the team, they're they're taking an L. Granted it's Mustache Mountain, they're the most over tag team in the whole whole promotion but still yeah it's a huge L for the hunt I mean who
3: else really do they have like the other job squad flash Morgan Webster he had a singles match
2: he lost well you bring him up let me ask you something okay she knows what he had in the back of his jacket oh crap what did it say I Didn't flash notice. will tear you apart that's a joy division
3: song they're not mod no <laughs> they're a new what wave. is up with that yeah
2: i didn't even notice that that's hilarious (laughs) if you're if you trust in mod flash keep your references strictly to mod i mean what that's like the most egregious breaking of kayfabe i've seen in a long time that one really got me yeah man i was really upset about that you know like i'm sure i'm sure there's some some who lyric or something that would would be appropriate
3: you're kind of. I mean, look. I'm sure the mod, you know, music scene won't get flashed again. No, won't <laughs> <laughs> get flashed again. Hold on a second. Mod bands, because obviously it's the Who. Yeah, but then well, it's I don't, early Who. More, yeah, more so. I don't really recognize any of these other bands, dude. All of the names. I mean, I'm sure you will. You're a bit more tuned in. Oh, the Who, the kinks? The kinks, yeah, the Jam,
2: yeah. Okay, the Small Faces. It must be early Yardbirds or something. They're saying it's mod. Paul Weller. The chords. The the oh, I know Creation. Creation's good band.
3: Secret Affair. The Purple Hearts. I you know the Spencer Davis Group. I know the Spencer Davis Group. Georgie Fame. The Easy Beats. Oasis.
2: They're not a okay. Mod band.
3: Well, then you're not. That's not even. Then who knows? Like Oasis isn't a freaking mod band. You are the Specials. The sp- yeah.
2: Not like that list to be trusted. James Taylor Quartet. It might be a different James Taylor.
3: Manfred Mann. I've heard it. I know them. I don't know if these are legit mod bands, man. But yeah, no, I agree. That's that's weird. They had Joy Division on there, and kind of infuriating to be honest with you. I really, I like Joy Division.
2: Yeah, that one. That was a huge disappointment. Yeah. That's a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. That really bummed me out.
3: It's, I mean, it's a bad gimmick in the first place, but then you you run out of ideas.
2: I mean, that's the issue. You <laughs> ran out of ideas. He's like, well, I can't think of any Who lyric that will fit for this, so I like Joy Division, so I'm just going to use the title of a Joy Division song. Yeah. But it's not fitting with your gimmick, man. Anyways, what was next? Um, after, oh yeah, Mustache Mountain picked up the win. It was a really good match, though.
3: Uh yeah no it was it they was. hit
2: their uh, clothesline dragon suplex combo mm-hmm. and uh to get the win
3: yeah they are supremely over I I assume that's gonna be the match of the next uh
2: takeover yeah I would think UK so. it's gonna be a good one Oh, there say. we go see who had a song called Long Live Rock Long Live Flash there you go Long Live Flash there you go I can probably think of uh let me ask you slow. okay let me ask you. let me broach this subject then all right. Do you think
3: Flash Morgan Webster is actually a fan of mod music? I'd be surprised. Do you think he re- maybe may- maybe he kind of was, and then he's like moved on. Yeah, he watched Twenty Four Hour Party People, and like a whole wealth of music history opened up to him in the yeah. Manchester yeah, music yeah. scene. he, he, he
2: wanted to, he wanted to change his char- his <laughs> character character someone from that era. He wants to be Tony Wilson now. Yeah, <laughs> where he come out like Ian Curtis and start dancing like this. <laughs> right. However. There you go. Instead of I'm free, I'm Flash. Done. I'm Flash. There
3: you go. Well, that's kind of blue, red, and Flash. So sad about Flash. The real Flash. The real Flash. <laughs> the Flash is all right. Flash is all right, yeah. <laughs> Pinball Flash. Okay, all right. Anyways, uh, after that we had Kenny Williams and Everyone Amir Jordan. Walk into the trainer's room because Amir Jordan had some problem with his arm. He apparently was injured somehow. Yeah, that's that's got to be a shoot, right? I mean, they wouldn't have just changed up that match. They're not saving Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams to be. Well, somewhere.
2: they're in Scotland. Kenny Williams is from Scotland. You know who else is from Scotland? The Supernova guy, Noam Dar. Noam Dar. So wait, why. is
3: this? Did they do this? Did They do a fake injury angle just to put Noam Dar in this match? Uh huh. You think so? Yeah. All right. Do you know that for sure? Like, if you read, no, read anything. Or that's just All my, right. my guess. I mean, You're it's opinion. not like
2: Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams were like the tightest tag team. They were like bickering the entire time. Yeah, that's true. So,
3: Is this going to be the new tag team then? Kenny Williams and Noam Dar?
2: Oh, I'd be surprised. Or
3: is it just for the tapings in wherever they are?
2: Yeah, I think it's just for the tapings in Glasgow. Glasgow.
3: <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, after that, uh, Joe Coffey. Versus Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah, I'm looking at the
2: Quadrophenia track listing. There's like three other things that he should have used. Just yeah. on track listing for that.
3: Well, then he's just a Quadrophenia guy.
2: Well, that's, I think he's having a crisis of identity. That's
3: the Who album about, about, about the mod era, though. What better way to explain his losing streak hey, than to give him a crisis of identity? He can't explain. That's a Who song. Okay, yeah. I've never been a Who guy.
2: I've never been a huge Who guy, but some of the early stuff's all right.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I like that. That was an actual note of yours. Why does Flash have a joy? If it That really bothered me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He lost. Oh, well, of course he's going to lose to Joe Coffey. You Coffee. know why? Because he's not gallus. That's
2: why. Joe Coffee's great. He is great. Also, he's again, fantastic. he's from Scotland. They're in Scotland. You knew he was getting that W. Oh, yeah, man. My, uh, I also have,
3: I, I also love Wolfgang being the guy who. Yeah, he's the hothead. That's well, funny. Well, here, here's the thing, though. He gets, like, the smallest amount of hothead And they start pulling him back like he's
2: funny, like he's going (laughs) to he's going to go go full Hulk. Look, man, he's
3: calling out the guy that he's going after. He's calling. Mm -hmm. So after the win, Joe Coffey wins with a discus Larry, which I love his discus, his Larry, because who has a discus Larry as a finisher? It's great. Um, And that, by the way, was a fun match. Say what you will about crisis of identity. Joy division lover flash Morgan Webster. I really enjoy watching him wrestle.
2: Yeah. He's, he's 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 getting bulked up a little bit too, a little bit, a little bit he's, for him, yes. Yeah, he's got a lot more. De- he's got more definition in, on his pectorals. Yeah, a little bit. He's getting some traps. Just because last time it was like there was nothing there. Going yeah, it was on. like it was like me getting in the ring. But he's getting some mus- he's musculature. He's really fun to watch yeah, in he the ring, though. He fun. is. Yeah, a little more consistency with the gimmick I'd appreciate. At least he ditched the helmet. Agreed. And the parka. Agreed on all that. That just seems like too much. Agreed.
3: Uh do enjoy watching him in the ring. I really mm-hmm. love watching Joe Coffey in the ring. Uh, and, he, and he blasts him with that lariat. Mm-hmm. Joe Coffey wins. The rest of Gallus, Mark Coffey, Wolfgang come down. They drop a promo. Crowd's really eating up because they're all Gallus there. Yeah. You know, this is our kingdom. Uh, we're all Gallus. We're all having a good time. Wolfgang gets on the mic, and he starts just, like, losing it, calling out uh, Dave Mastiff, and the other guys have to hold him back because he's just screaming, bloody murder into mm-hmm. the uh the camera mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. he says all right calm down feel bad for wolf king let him say his piece yeah man Tell he's, me, he's calm he's down
2: a, a very passionate
3: you want that passion you do you do so anyways uh yeah and then uh he reminds me he's like hey we i need to remind you guys we need to you know keep our eyes on the prize this eight man qualifying yeah, thing yeah. which uh, begs the question two questions number one uh why is joe coffee making it all about him Number two, are the other two? Do they both have? I'm assuming. Yeah, Wolfgang, that Wolfgang got a and Mastiff qualifying. match okay.
2: is a qualifying match. Okay,
3: yeah. that's going to happen. What about the other guy? What about Mark? I,
2: I don't believe Mark. What happens
3: if all four guys,
2: or I'm sorry, all three, three of guys, the four, yeah,
3: end up at Gallus?
2: They announced that Jordan Devlin was taking on Lagero next week. Ah, I think another qualifying match. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know anything about the spoilers just going to take a guess. Yeah. Jordan Devlin wins that. I'm pretty sure he's going to win that one, yeah. Uh, Mastiff versus Wolfgang. They seem to really like Mastiff. I'm guessing Mastiff's going to win that one. Yeah, yeah. Do we know who the other ones are? No.
3: Mastiff, Devlin, uh, Joe Joe Coffee. Coffee, And there's one other spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They announced they didn't say what the other qualifying matches. Is Joe Connors finally going to get a win? <laughs> no Joe Connors? No. Maybe he'll, well, he can't fight Leguero again. No. Yeah, well, at least not for a qualifying match. I wonder who it's going to be.
2: Um, after that match, we had a Pete Dunn training montage. It's not, it doesn't matter. He's going to lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter what he's going to totally, do. Totally. Totally yeah. going to lose. Can train all he wants. Totally going to totally. lose.
3: Totally going to lose. It's a good training montage, though. Yeah, it was good. Solid training montage. <clears throat> totally going to lose. Uh, Nina Samuels versus the debuting Casey Owens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nina Samuels, of course, uh, Hollywood wannabe. Basically, or or just theater actor. Oh yeah, it could be theater actor, or a BBC TV pilot. Yeah, want a person want to be get want to get that, like and apparently anybody can get like a BBC pilot over there. Oh really? Yeah. Like, Ricky Gervais was, like, a music manager guy. And then he ended up with a BBC pilot. Oh, that's interesting. Like, anybody. I mean, because it's all
2: publicly funded, so if yeah. you have a good enough pitch, they're like, sure, we'll, we'll t- send They it. try everything over there. We'll give you 100,000 mm-hmm. pounds to make a pilot. I don't even know they give
3: that much money. I just no, like, threw a number out. Here's, like, a couple thousand pounds. Yeah, maybe. I mean, all the scenery there in the UK is beautiful, so it's not like they need to, like, erect sets or anything. Yeah. Like, you can, honestly, you can have, like a thousand pounds and have like an immaculate looking period drama yeah because of all the freaking castles already. oh yeah, yeah yeah it's amazing you Just get your permits probably don't even have permits like oh, you want to film here come on film here it's okay if you wreck this castle with all your equipment we got 50 others we got 50 others within within know, a mile radius here, <laughs> exactly so. we lose one not a huge deal. not a big deal happens all the time uh what happened after that just can't film at stonehenge
2: yeah uh, Nina, oh, Nina Samuels, Samuels won the win with uh, Ushi Garoshi, uh, Nina Garoshi. Nina Garoshi. Um, and then uh, she did an interview afterwards. Mm-hmm. Where she said she wants the lead role. I always get confused by that
3: kind of stuff. Kind of like I get confused with Ginny. Uh, she's supposed to be a fashionista, right? Mm-hmm. What does that have to do with the wrestling? Nothing. Yeah. So what is her goal in life? To become like
2: a f- like a person who to merge the world? What? How are you going to? Well, that? Nina Samuels makes sense because there've been several wrestlers who use wrestling as a springboard for Hollywood stardom. That's a good point. So that one makes all the sense in the world. Maybe maybe Ginny uh, is having a hard time breaking through in the world of high fashion, so she takes her fashion ideas into the wrestling ring because that's the only spotlight she could find for herself.
3: Yeah, it could be. But I, you know, she can have like a,
2: a runway show or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Will be a ramp show, huh? Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, well, they do more stuff like that. There going to be a lot of character stuff they can do with Ginny. They're not really taking advantage of. Yeah, I know. In I, fact, I don't yeah. really feel like they're taking advantage of Ginny at all. They're not. They're not because she's really good. No. Yeah, there
3: was one. Yeah, there was one. Well, hold on a second. There was one. one. <clears throat> yeah. They're like taking a, advantage a, of Ginny's A lot of stuff. I mean, size. they they kind of don't. I mean, their their women's division has so much talent in it. I know. Uh, yeah, it's really which, deep. Afterwards, we had a Dave Mastiff interview. Oh, a press
2: conference. I'm sorry, a press conference. Did you notice the one dude had the Zoom?
3: He has our Zoom. It's in but the other room. Had,
2: There's an XLR plugged into the Zoom, which you don't need to do that because there's a microphone at the very top of it.
3: Where was he holding the, was he holding the microphone? Uh-uh. There was just an XLR plugged into the you bottom. got that right. Going to where? No, nowhere. <laughs> was it like a wire coming off screen? Uh-huh. Hmm. It was recording, though. Yeah, I know. I noticed that because it flashes when it's not recording and mm-hmm. then you hit record. Mm-hmm. Well... Their stereo mics are at the very top. Maybe he wanted to get an interview with Dave Mastiff's shoes, man. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> it could, could be. be. Any, in any event, he, he... He
2: went to get the ambient room tone while he was doing the interview.
3: He talks crap about Wolfgang, of yeah. course, and Gallus in general. And then uh, as he says, all right, is that it, boys? They start to pack up and leave. And then uh, 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 Kaylee Ray comes into the shot. And she's like, no, 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 no. Keep on rolling. Keep rolling. And then she calls out. I forget. Probably is not Tony. No, not Tony Storm. Was it Tony Storm? called it, it Tony was... Storm. was. Call it Tony? No, she not Nina, Nina Samuels, Samuels called out Tony Storm, and then Kaylee Ray called
2: out Nina Samuels.
3: Yes. So that's going to be a thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, the main event segment saw grizzled young veterans come to the ring. They were supposed to be taking on Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. However, mm-hmm. Zach Gibson grabs a mic and says, "Amir Jordan is injured. There will be no tag match tonight, so everybody can go home." Mm-hmm, yeah. And then Kenny Williams comes out with a mic, says, "Yeah." Amir Jordan is hurt, but there will be a title match tonight. Here's my partner, and it's Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. People go crazy because, yeah. as you mentioned before, the Scottish
3: supernova. Uh, that's, Scottish. That, that's not just a. That's not just a. a... That's just not a gimmick. <laughs> he really is from Scotland. Yeah, when he talks, you can tell because he has an accent that sounds convincingly like it's Scottish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ali
2: Shafirk. Anyway, this is a really good match. Really good tag match. Kenny Williams' ring gear was amazing. Yeah, it looks great. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I well. think he actually, I don't know if the real, like the Back to the Future Nikes, I don't, because the, the, the colorway wasn't right, but they were super high top. They look like them, so I don't know if he got some kind of uh, replicas made or something, mm-hmm. but they match his ring gear. On those salaries, you're not getting any replicas made. I guarantee you the replica is cheaper than the original, the national, because they, re, they released like a limited number of. They're called Air Mags because mm-hmm. they're in you know, the self-lacing shoes from Back to yeah. the Future 2. And they go for like $15,000. Yowza. They're super expensive. Wow. Do, wait, do they offer replicas then? Or are you saying that he... No, he probably just had, maybe got some, got some made. Mm. Wow. It's going to be cheaper than fifteen grand. Here, I can check how much they're going for. My goodness gracious. Uh, in any event...
3: Uh, Losing effort, but it was a really fun match. It was a ton of fun. Gibson and Drake. Oh, we got, and of course, this made me very happy. We got a Gibson promo beforehand. Oh, yeah. He said, he said, Amir Jordan is hurt. So everybody put your shoes back on yeah.
2: and head home. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. Yeah, it was a fun match, though. He didn't even have any of those Back to the Future shoes anywhere. I don't know if they do. Drake got the pin on Kenny Williams. Mm-hmm. After a 450. Yeah. It was a really fun match, though. It was really awesome. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit.
3: After that, we had 205 Live. It opened up with a Mike Canellis and Maria Canellis promo. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, I see, $10,000. She had just mentioned that, uh, yeah, yeah. She had mentioned that, uh, what is, so that they have one with like a, is that the same one right there?
2: This is the 2016 version. Oh, okay. That's $24,000. Oh my God, $24,000? They got they light up and they got the, Does it come like, with a lacing? real hoverboard? No, it's auto lacing, man.
3: Remember when people thought the hoverboard thing was like real?
2: Yeah, it's not real at all.
3: Anyways, come on, put that down. Sorry. Mike and Marie Canales. Promo. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Uh, after that, we had uh, Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa promo. Kendrick did most of the talking, uh, and then uh, we got started off with Aria Davari versus Noam Dar. Tony East came down on commentary. I told you this during during the show. He really needs to like walk around town with the title a little bit because he, it looks like he's literally concentrating on just carrying the title. Carrying it on shore, like people were short. like holding their hands out to like you know give him a high five or whatever. And as he was walking, it was like he didn't know how to do
2: that without, he couldn't do one thing and the other at the same time.
3: Mm-hmm. He needs to get used to being champion. Maybe
2: it's the material the belt's made of because most of the other ones got leather straps on them, you know? Yeah. It looks like a, it's a plastic maybe it's toy. it's like it be plastic. Maybe it's slippery. Yeah, it could be. So, so it's hard to stay stiff. on the shelf. just stiff. It looks stiff, too. Yeah. He needs to like, bend it up a bunch. He's going to go and beat it up. Yeah. It around. Do what Naito did. Yep. Yeah. Just to kind of break it in a little bit. Yeah. Hey, anyway, this is a decent match. Uh, Ari D'Avari kept on getting distracted to go talk trash to Nice ringside didn't end up costing them the match though because he won after a frog splash and a hammerlock lariat mm-hmm. uh, after the the match ari daivari is celebrating and uh, so
3: prior but prior to this there's a, a brief bit backstage from like earlier in the day when mm-hmm. daivari came up to Nice and was like hey last week during your match i could have interfered and i didn't yeah, but yeah. I just know i could have yeah yeah so that set up sort of the end of this
2: match yeah, yeah where Nice kind of sneaks into the ring and is standing behind uh ari daivari daivari turns around and Startled. Yeah. And says, I didn't do anything, but I could've. I could have. I could have done something. Uh next, Oni Lorcan promo. He's totally face Oni in two oh five now. Yeah. He was a brief heel to take on Cedric Alexander, but now he is completely face.
3: Yeah, that's kinda of funny. They like they briefly flirted flirted with him
2: being kind of a nut job. Yeah, he was mad about Cedric knocking his jacket off the table. Yeah.
3: He was kind of a weirdo was his gimmick. Mm-hmm. And now he is just happy to be there and he's proud and he's gonna make everybody uh, understand that he is good or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, next,
2: the Singh Brothers took on David Kaufman and Kevin Lee. Hot new tag action. Totally. David Kaufman and Kevin Lee. Singh Brothers are hilarious.
3: Man, they came down dancing. Oh. Grinding they, hips. They've been added to the 205 Live, and it's all dancing with them. Yeah, Like all their little shots to the intro. This yeah. is what. Is them dancing Yeah I love it It's oh, great Just them in the ring Grinding hips Oh man It's awesome It's really great It's, it's great They're having a lot of fun uh, And unfortunately For David Kaufman And Kevin Lee It was not their day The Singh brothers Much needed Much uh, uh, Victory for them Much victory for them. Much needed much victory. victory Yeah Much much victory And they cut them.
2: a promo afterwards And they challenged The Lucha House Party To a rematch what Was it last week They lost to them They want to get their W back Yeah I
3: wonder if that's going to happen I don't know I
2: hope so. Me too. Um,
3: I, I, I don't know what, what, like, what kind of ceiling they have on two hundred five. If they're not going to do tag teams, they should really bring back tag teams. Remember that time when they flirted with tag teams? They didn't do that again.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree.
3: Mike and Marie are backstage, and uh, uh, Drake Maverick is like. Uh, Hey, good
2: luck with your match. No DQ. Should be good. And they and say, then, thanks for ba- uh, barring Brian Kendrick from ringside. And he says, no problem. They start to leave. And Drake says, whoa, Maria, wh- where are you going?
3: Where where are you going? And she says, Mike has a match. I'm going ringside. And he says, no, you not. Uh-uh. nope. You're banned
2: also banned from ringside.
3: After that, we had a Jack Gallagher interview. Of course, next week, I believe they're going to be in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh. Uh he was talking about that. Umberto Carrillo comes up, Dale Gas, and he says uh
2: he's gonna beat him in London from yeah. his own people. Yeah. He and they shake like, hands. Yeah. It's all very cordial. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh okay. finally main event, Kira tozawa versus Mike Canellus, no DQ. Um early on he knew it was gonna be good because uh tazawa had Canellos in the octopus stretch right at the foot of the ramp. Canellus reversed it this Side slam them right in the foot of the ramp where it's corrugated metal. It makes that... Ow! Bumped steel sound. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was, that was rough. It was a rough match.
3: <laughs> uh, at one point, Akira says oh, goes for a suicide dive. Mike Kanellis counters it with a super kick.
2: That was awesome. They kind of played musical chairs for a little bit, kind of. Uh, Mike set up a couple chairs in the middle of the ring, and they were kind of jockeying for position to get off a suplex onto them eventually. Akira Tozawa won this particular game of musical chairs. Oh, man. it, it would look, I, Those spots always look like they hurt like hell, too. I know.
3: You never know how the, if the chair's going to give, if it's not. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Mike ended up going through the chairs.
2: That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Akira put a garbage can atop Mike, hit a suicide dive on it, and the replay was, was funny because it looked like he just dove headfirst into a garbage can. That's
3: what he did. It was awesome. It
2: was great. Uh, eventually, though, the garbage can gets brought back in the ring. Mike slams Akira on top of it. Crushing it. Single use garbage can confirm. Yeah, correct. Um, earlier on, uh, Canellus set up a couple of tables on ringside. Um, Tazawa puts Mike on top of the tables, goes to the top row for a senton. That's how he beat Brian Kendrick in their no DQ match. Mm-hmm. Um, Canellus rolls off, uh, and then he puts Akira on the table, goes to the top. Tozawa goes up, meets him there, tries for a superplex. Mike blocks it, uh, puts Akira on his shoulders and fire him in fireman carry position. But then Tozawa counters that with a Frankensteiner he off the goes top from rope.
3: He goes fi- from, from being in a fireman's carry to a Frankensteiner top
2: all the way down through the tables. Mm-hmm. Man. That was rough. Holy crap. And then uh, Akira rolls Kanellis back in the ring, tosses a bunch of chairs on top of him, hits his top rope senton for the win. Yeah, and then onto both the chair, yeah. Maria and the Brian Kendrick run down the ring, Maria to help her husband. Uh, get out of the ring, and then uh, Kendrick come celebrate with Tazawa. So we're
3: big fans of Mike Kanellis. Where did do, where does him and Maria where do they go from here?
2: I don't know. Me neither. It's it's one of the better stories actually being told mm-hmm. in WB right now. Yeah, they they're actually making, for lack of a better term, a jobber really interesting because he doesn't win. He doesn't win at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's got one of the more interesting stories going Sorry,
3: on. It's been forty five minutes, but some some people are saying that you're. Mic might be a bit loose. Oh, sorry. Might be issues with your
2: audio. Sorry. So that sucks. <clears throat> uh, maybe I'll work now. I don't know. Let's see. The yeah. last 15 minutes of the best <laughs> quality audio. <laughs> the last, last 10 minutes of the show, yeah. Whoops. It's funny. I don't notice anybody in stream chat here mentioning anything. So
3: I thought I noticed like some kind of vague reference to it like earlier on, but I didn't. Uh,
2: I didn't really get that it was a whole problem. Okay maybe it's me doing this with the pen oh yeah
3: maybe anyways
2: hopefully it's just that
3: yeah uh so anyways uh yeah let's open the floor to questions now i have a thread up here on the patreon
2: Uh, Quoth the Raven, thank you Bobby J. Henry, thank you, thank you uh, Non-stop player Asked waffles or pancakes Waffles All things being equal waffles Here's the thing I feel like pancakes are probably harder to mess up Because I've had a bad waffle In my day But even the bad pancake is edible, you know? Ooh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, then you yeah, just yeah. dump enough syrup on it and it's okay. But a bad waffle, I feel like. Is... Can
3: I just say French toast? I'm just going to say French all right, toast all instead. Right. That's my top. For me, it goes French toast. Probably, but here's the thing. I don't make. I know you make pancakes a lot. Yeah, two or I three don't, times a week. I don't make pancakes. I If I'm going to have a pancake, I'm going to go to Denny's. I'm going to get a Grand Slam. Well, I'll just get some of those Kodiak cakes and make that because they're high protein. If I'm going to have a pancake, I'm going to go to Denny's. I mean, mainly the waffles I get are just going to be Eggos. You know, I don't really, I I like like the proper Belgian waffles. I think they're awesome, but.
2: That's kind of what I'm talking about.
3: Yeah. In
2: that case, I'd probably go with a pancake. I think biscuits and gravy might top my list, though. Oh, man. Fresh biscuit, sausage gravy, some eggs, and a couple sausage patties on there. Yeah. Oh, man. That's all right. Uh, Andy Jocelyn, going in raw math for peach cobbler. I mean, it's high. I don't know if it's top dessert, but it's up there. I like me a good peach cobbler.
3: Uh, yeah, no, me too. I'm still confused why the why the ladies
2: weren't into the. They took offense to it smelling like peach cobbler. You know,
3: I mean, I'm not. I, I I don't even know. Last time I had peach cobbler, but I know that it's good. Oh, it's delicious. You know. I mean, I'm partial to apple pie. I'm partial to a couple of different pies, to be honest with you. I,
2: I, I just toss it out there. Peach Cobbler is uh, a solid seven plus, maybe low eight for desserts.
3: At least a seven plus? Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence,
3: power rank NXT UK superstars to make it into WWE 2K20. Do you think they're going to have the entire roster there? All of NXT? NXT
2: UK. Oh. Well, hopefully Trent Seven will make it in this year. They
3: pride themselves... Yeah, at
2: least they pride themselves on the biggest roster ever. Every year. Every year. So you got to have... For sure, Pete Dunn will be in there. You got to think all of British Strong Style All be of British
3: there. Strong Style has to be there. I think Gibson and Drake are probably going to yeah, be in there. Yeah, put them in there. I don't know about Walter. Tony Storm will be in there. I don't know about Walter. Don't know. It might be too late in the development cycle to add Walter. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like... I mean, he's... Unless they're going to do some sort of, like he, Walter is the closest roster member in the WWE to raw gate mutant. Yeah. And I feel like they need to break the mold with him, you know, mm-hmm. but you can't mm-hmm. just, you can't just do a normal Walter.
2: You have to bring him in, I'd scan him. i say there's probably between six to 10, uh, NXT UK roster members who will be on the next game. Yeah. Uh, Quote Raven 79, guys, been battling anxiety and depression, finally going back to work after two months. Thank you for the laughs and putting up with my tactless comments. Well so I hope, uh, hope things are getting better for you, man. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, oh, this is not a bad idea. Wolfpack for life. Could you do a retro review of an episode from the beginning of the current NXT product or the first takeover? Like a rando NXT episode would be fun to do. And also very we
2: quick. Did we did...
3: A re- uh, we did a rival. We did take over rival. Yeah. It was the, the fatal 4 between the four-horse four women. Yeah.
2: Quote the Raven 79, too much wrestling in this NXT needs more wild card.
3: Man, I agree. What? Everything needs more wild no, card. No more wild card, please. It's undisputed. undisputed. Uh, Tress30 asks, asks, what can we do to make sure Undisputed Era never gets called up to main roster? They're just so great, and their name should never pass crazy old Vince's mouth. I think that I don't know how or why or what the reasoning is. I just get the feeling that every like they're they're good there. Vince seems to be good with them there. Should, like there's no rush to call them up. They're a big deal in NXT. Mm-hmm. It should stay that way. Yeah. I mean, you add the NXT Championship to Adam Cole, baby. That's another at least six months that we're good. You would good,
2: hope so. That we're good. You would hope so. Uh, Quote Raven seventy nine says. Uh, it chapter two trailer just dropped time to float did you see it yeah man wasn't into it
3: didn't dig it although i did finish the ted bundy movie yeah i changed my mind it goes from watchable to pretty damn good Oh, all right like there there's a final scene that is really really well done and uh and, and i saw the, the the trial yeah uh yesterday of uh, malkovich is the judge oh yeah um it's good because the judge was
2: very like no, I remember that the 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 yeah at the end of it he was like almost praising Bundy. He was. He was like you you seem it's too bad you went down this path because in another life I would have liked to have seen you defend exactly cases that's what he said yeah like that yeah. yeah. Uh, no,
3: it's, it's actually, it's actually really good. That's you know, it's funny because it's like, well, you know, you think could this movie potentially, you know, with like, for example, I'm just throwing the Oscars out there. And I think the Oscars are kind of a load of BS, it's all publicity, but, oh, yeah. um, but you know, that's the sort of the standard that you look at movies by sometimes like, oh, is it, do you think it'd be, and then you look at a movie like, uh, Argo. Which that could have easily been just a Netflix original, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like you never know these days. Mm-hmm. Zac Efron's really good in the movie, though. I'll have to check it out. The man. last scene is, is pretty chilling. It's good stuff.
2: Uh, Quoth the Raven seventy nine says, "Hot potato with the women's title didn't go well." Did they a hot potato with the NXT women's title? I don't know if he considers hot potato with the Kyrie Saint having it for a cup of coffee. Maybe where Ember had it for a little bit. Ember Shana had it. for Shayna had coffee. it, and then Kyrie had it for a little bit. Then but here is here is
3: kind of the difference, though, is that. Adam Cole is a is a pretty big deal, pretty big name, first North American champion, head of the Undisputed Era, most over thing in, in NXT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gargano is a really, really big deal. Mm-hmm. So it'd be more akin, in my opinion, to NXT's version of like when the Attitude Era, you had totally, some hot totally. potatoing there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Most people didn't have, most time people didn't have that belt very long.
3: I think you could tell a lot of good stories with Adam
2: Cole in the NXT yes. Championship. Dom L. Steve, remember, you are my number one. Uh, yeah. Uh Dylan Haggett, which NXT two oh five live and NXT UK wrestlers will be in uh WB2K twenty. We already talked about NXT UK. Uh NXT will like a good majority of the roster will be represented, I'm sure, like it was this year. We're we gonna get a uh, Tom Notch uh, we'll get right? Matt Riddle for sure. We'll get Matt
3: Riddle. Uh two oh five live. You might be too late for Umberto to get in. I'm just assuming because we're already in. Well, we're in May.
2: There's still six months. Um, Tony nice Drew, Tozawa. I wouldn't be surprised. This is it's more or less just the same people they're in this year? Maybe Tony Larkin will get in. Oh uh, yeah, maybe he'll probably get in. Maybe, maybe. Danny Birch will get oh, in. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, Austin Luff, Hey friendos. Roddy leaving Undisputed Era is a total swerve It's totally a swerve. Yeah, it's got to be a swerve, It really has to. Be. And
3: it makes me happy because I can't wait to see the moment where they're all like mm-hmm. they've revealed it. Mm-hmm. Going to mark out big time. Uh, Tiger Mask Tim Morris, who is the least intimidating wrestler in WWE? He says for him it's Flash Morgan Webster. That's a really good answer. Mark it's- Andrews. Oh, that's a great answer. That's a really, yeah, and they're on the same tag team. Uh, MJ here says, "Umberto Carrillo. Are you kidding me, man? His looks. He's tall, too. Yeah. Like, just his looks. And you might not be, like, physically intimidated, but it's like, man, somebody who's that good looking, it's hard to stand next to him. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to stand
2: next to that? You look like a pile of trash. He's got to be, what, 6'2"? Probably. He's tall. Dale gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Josh Little, uh, unspeed error should use the wild card rule to jump the new day after Big E returns. Who should be the New Day's partner?
3: So, hey, I had a really good idea for We Book Raw. All right. But I'll, let it, I'll tell you after yeah, the cameras absolutely. roll. So oh, yeah, absolutely. So
2: if it's Undisputed Era versus the New Day, New Day needs to add a fourth member. Who would it be? It'd be great if it was Kevin Owens.
3: I know, right? They need to patch things up. Can't be that anymore. It's not going to be
2: Lars Sullivan. Boy, I love Big E. He is the absolute best. Isn't
3: he the absolute best? He is the absolute oh best.
2: Oh, my gosh. Man, Love that guy. I can't get over how awesome he is. I know, right? Man. Marcus Harrison, well, friendos, have come full circle where my boss is eating healthier and you he decided to microwave asparagus. Yes! Yes! Take that, Marcus Harrison. Got Take up. that! You, 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 you come
3: into the office with your stupid broccoli and you put it in the microwave for the entire break room to have to You're smell forgetting about your fish. stinky lunch. You had fish in there, too. And fish... Oh my God! You got swerved. Sorry to hear that, man. Oh man,
2: he swerved you. Yeah, you got. swerved. Now you know what it's like. You got to start up in the game now. What's worse than broccoli, fish, or asparagus? <sighs> deviled eggs. Bring some deviled eggs in.
3: Yeah, uh, deviled number. One, I love deviled. I eggs. like them
2: too, but they're in the in the fridge for a couple
3: days. Well, yeah. If you're trying to hide them in the fridge, that's a bad. That's a that's a swerve move. Yeah. 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 All out war. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Between Marcus and Boss. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. Oof, um, heat forever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> MHJ heat forever. is here. Hey friend, I was at the Glasgow tapings. Gallus was super over until the dark match. Pretty sure Steve will love uh, Ilya Dragunov when he debuts next week.
3: Cool. Uh, Tiger Mask, Tim Morris again. Uh, some people ask us this sometimes, so I know some people want some clarification. Which is more of a value to you guys, a $5 Patreon membership or YouTube membership? I'm just going to say, whatever is better for you is better for us, and we're going to leave it at that. That's what we care about. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, it's Patreon. But yeah. whatever is better for you is better for us. Yeah.
2: Oh, quoth the Raven. Mm. Nothing beats. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, Mm-mm. nope. Not saying that one. Nope. No.
3: Oh no way! Uh, (laughs) Quote the raven. You're not going to get us on that one. We, I feel legitimately bad about back when we. So he's he's throwing out a term that uh, that if you Google that term, it's some horrific horrific imagery. Yeah, Uh, I
2: believe it's a trick we played back in the. uh, It is. We did it
3: on ten for the win. You know we couldn't do
2: that anymore. We can't do that. No, it's bad. Uh, Josh Little going in raw math on chocolate chip cookies.
3: Oh, oh, 10. Is there a plus ten? Is there a ten plus? Oh man, the pr- oh man, I couldn't. I had to stop. I was so happy when last time I went to Sunrise Mall. Uh, the Mrs. Fields is gone. Oh yeah, because every time I would go there, you gotta go to the pretzel place. Then I could. I got good pretzels there. Oh, I love the pretzel. Yeah, pretzel, man. that's the best pretzel place. Yeah, too. Pretzel, is it pretzel maker? It's pretzel maker, and yeah. you know what's you know what sucks is the is the NWO pretzel maker. What's that place called? Pretzel. It's not time. I think pretzel maker was pretzel time.
2: There's Wetzel's pretzels. Oh, pfft, garbage
3: pretzels. That's what that should be called. Oh, wow. It's terrible. It's awful. It's like you're chewing on a toe. It's disgusting. Pretzel maker is good because they just bathe it in butter. Oh, it's the best. I just sit there with a tub and just out in the out in the you know the courtyard of the, the courtyard court area. area. Oh man, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's good stuff. Man. Just dunk it in
2: that nacho cheese. Dalegas. Oh, you need that. Just put a little salt on it. It's, it's heavenly. Jason Dwyer, uh, do you like entrance music that is repetitive loop or an actual song with a hook and lyrics? His favorite is Metal Lingus, which is Edge's theme. On this day. I kind of prefer it if it's actually a real song because the loop is effective for an entrance theme because you only need like 30, 40 seconds, which is generally what the loop is. But then if you're at the gym, you want to listen to the song. And it's just, you know, the same same, you know, forty seconds that's in a loop and it's I don't know, it gets kind of interest it didn't lose interest in it. Yeah, I get no, I get you on that one. I get you on that one. So if I had my druthers, I'd I would take the uh the, the, the full on song.
3: I mean obviously it depends on the song. Uh but yeah, I'm I mean to me like probably the best entrance song song of all time is uh uh cult's
2: personality. That's just a no, that killer was, song. That was a song that was made no, in I wrestling get it. Theme. I'm just no, the saying. Best theme as is, a wrestling theme. The best it's pure amazing. wrestling theme is Kaze Nina Ray and that's a real song because she wrote that for Minoru Suzuki. All right. That's great. Cunderwood uh, 008. You see the WB mockumentary of Greg Hamilton. We watched the part with Zelina Vega.
3: Oh, I didn't know that was a part of a oh, larger I, thing. Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> that's amazing. That bit was awesome Mm -hmm. when he's it's just on it's i think it's on her instagram too yeah yeah that's where we saw it yeah and he's talking to her he says so wait when you're in a singles match she's like getting made up by makeup or whatever hair people and he's like asking her when you uh do a singles match where do i bill you from and she's like well that's where i'm from and he's like yeah but you know the andrade thing (laughs) and she's like i'm sorry am i supposed to be from mexico just because i'm in
2: business with the guy and then she starts like getting mad too. Oh, big and it's time! Like, I'm from Queens. Can yeah. you tell where I'm from? Yeah. He's like, no, I can tell where you're from. That's based on based g- on your, your attitude. attitude. And said, she said, I'm about to kick it up like, uh, uh, like <laughs> five times. Oh, oh that was, so was amazing. It was so good. That was great. That was really put good. put more of that stuff on TV. Yeah, I know. Quote with the Raven seventy nine. You said enough, friendos. Yeah, what? that's all we're gonna say about it.
3: Like, but the best stuff that they do isn't on TV, man. I know. I what know. is up with that? I know. <laughs> You know, but the Andrade thing. <laughs> what? I got to be from Mexico just because I'm in business with a guy? Oh, oh man. That is so good. Uh, let's see here. Cult of False Realities gave us many options for questions. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see
0: here. Mm-hmm.
3: But now I have Bianca Belair's theme stuck in my head. That's oh, a really a good, good one. one, too. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> he says this. So apparently Scotland is where they boo what they should cheer and <laughs> cheer what they should boo. <laughs> I guess everywhere. All the people that are from Scotland that are not in Scotland, they're just they're just they're bad guys. <laughs> apparently. Uh, oh, Alex Martinez with a first time question. Is this the beginning of a Raul Mendoza oh, I push? Hope so. I hope so. And if so, what is his ceiling? I don't know what his ceiling is man but once you're on 205 live I feel like it 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 increases your chances you got good chances there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh let's see here um, Jason the cabby uh says work has me missing the show so while now I'm just catching up I wanted to address a few things is Jason the cabby he's He's a Hall of Famer here. So yes, totally, I'm going to totally. give him the floor here. He says, About a week ago, you guys were making up crazy Vince sto- stories. We were making them up. And I thought of one. Vince hates people that use creamy peanut butter because the preference for no extra chewing is a sign of weakness. <laughs> I could see that. That's good. He says, As far as Jimmy Havoc goes, if you want a solid example of how he can make other people shine, as well as why Primate is fantastic, watch the match that they had with War Machine for the tag titles in WCPW. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Cool. All right, anyways. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Apologize if there was any audio issues. Yeah, we'll check here in a Hopefully, second. Hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll check them out. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye.